What's up, guys? Welcome back to City Lights Podcast. Um, this is Victor and Victor again. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for tuning in and listening to us. Um, we really appreciate you coming in and just, you know, being a part of this conversation with us. And like we always say, feel free to send us in your su- suggestions and things that you want to hear and reach out to us. If you want to be a part, if you're listening and you think, man, I'd love to be on that, please reach out to us. Yeah. You know you know me and Victor, you see us at youth. Uh, inst- uh DM the the uh, Instagram if you don't know who we are. We'll, we'll get we'll get we'll become in contact, but please reach out. Yeah, amen. Uh, why don't we pray real quick before we start this? God, thank you that you brought us here together. Um I ask you bless this time, this conversation, Lord, that it'll be led by you led by your Holy Spirit, Lord Jesus, God, that your gospel is preached, God, that whatever you put on our hearts to speak, Lord Jesus, God, that it would be right, Lord Jesus, God, and that uh, people would hear it and be edified through it, Lord Jesus. Bless anyone who's listening right now, Lord Jesus, wherever they are, God, uh, you know, on the way to work, at school, wherever they are, Lord Jesus, God, may you bless them and um, give them encouragement through this. Amen. Amen. Yeah, so um, getting into, I guess, today's topic, um, something that I think you mentioned, um, having little faith with eyes on Jesus and what that means, what that looks like. Um, and it's not, you know, not necessarily that we have all have little faith, you know, but, um, one thing I like to look at it when we think about that is it's not how much faith you have it's what you put your faith in Mm. you know little faith with eyes on jesus and you mentioned before about you know faith the size of mustard seed can move mountains so if we have that and we look at jesus and we say you know i'm not the one moving the mountain or i'm not relying on anything else but i'm looking to jesus that's what's going to move your mountain whatever is in front of you that day you know yeah and like I just feel like so many times um, in our, you know, day-to-day life, we blame our little faith for why, you know, we can't do something or why something doesn't happen. But little faith isn't the problem. I mean, sure, little faith might not be desirable. Sure, you might want to have a lot of faith, but sometimes you just have a little bit, you know. But even even with that little faith, if you put your eyes onto Christ— like Christ said, you know, in, in Matthew uh, 17, verse 20, you already, you've already mentioned that, Victor, but if you just put your eyes onto Christ and you don't change them, that your faith doesn't matter. It's because it's Christ who does all the work. Even that little, little bit of faith, Christ can use that to grow exponentially, you know, yeah. and, and anything can happen out of that. It's just because it's not about us. Yeah, exactly. It's about Christ. I mean, looking at just bringing up a, a passage from the Bible, Matthew 14, uh, verse 20, starting verse 22, it says, Immediately he made the disciples get into the boat and go before him on the other side while he dismissed the crowd. And after he had dismissed the crowd, he went up to the mountain to pray. I guess I'll s- skip over. Um, so, but the boat by this time was a long way from the land beaten by the waves for the wind was against them and in the fourth watch of the night he came to them walking on the sea but when the disciples 
saw him walking on the sea. They were terrified and said, It is a ghost. But they cr- and, and they cried out in fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them, saying, Take heart, it is I. Do not be afraid. And Peter answered to him, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. So he said, Come. So Peter got out of the boat and walked on the wa- on the water and came to Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid and began to sink as he cried out, Lord, save me. Jesus immediately reached out his hand and took a hold of him, saying, Oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? Um, looking at that, you know, Peter was walking on the water when Jesus said, Come. And the reason he started to cry out and, and start drowning is he took his eyes off of Jesus and started looking at the storm in his life. Um, I think that's something we do so often in our Christian walk where we immediately, you know, we start begin to lose faith because we take our eyes off of Jesus and start to look at the problem in our life. And um, looking back you know, at, a, at a sermon, uh, my brother posted on an Instagram story one time. It's Eric Ludi. The sermon's called The Sign of a Man. And one of the quotes was, Most Christians today have more faith in the power of sin to continue to control them than they do in the power of Christ to set them free from that sin. Amen. And it's crazy to think yeah. about. And it's so true. You know, it's not even just about the power of sin, but whatever storm you're in, whatever you're facing, they have more faith in that to continue to rule over them than they do in Jesus Christ. You know, and where does this this lack of faith come from, you know? It's when we're not looking at Jesus mm-hmm. Christ, when we start to focus on the storms instead of focusing on Jesus and what he has already done in your life. Right, because when, when we start focusing on, you know, the storms in our life or, or the mountain that's in our way uh, instead of Christ, that, that our little faith that we once had, it becomes no faith. Mm-hmm. And, you know, little faith is obviously better than no faith because... You know, then then there's no hope for us at all because yeah. we don't believe anything could save us. You know, that, that that mountain's too big that even even God can't climb it or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. and these thoughts start start going through our heads, and and it doesn't even have to be like something you know, like big and 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 uh, in your way almost. You know, that's like uh, in your life. But so many times, us just in our daily Christian Christian walks, we can question god you'd be like, mm-hmm. god why is this why is that happening to me i don't deserve this or, or that but even in in that sense too it's you're not you're no longer focusing on god's sovereign's plan for your life and trusting in him but now you're focusing on on you know on yourself on this in yeah. these individual problems which might not even be that like that important like you know oh god why why did i get this red light you know right. like why i'm in a rush like why is why is does now this bridge have to go up in front of me, yeah. you know? In in the midst of your surroundings. Yeah. Like one thing I, I, sorry, one thing I read and I'm so like shocked by, so um, and captivated by is when I read about Paul in, you know, one passage, Acts 16, it says about midnight, Paul and Silas were praying by and singing hymns to God. And the prisoners were listening to them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken and immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's bonds were unfastened. Them being in prison, in jail, like that's your surrounding. It's four walls caged up. That's that's what you're looking at all day. And that's what you're um, uh, incaptivated in, in by, is by four walls. And to be sitting there and focusing on Jesus, how crazy is that? You know, yeah. Having the faith that 
And and that's the the crazy thing is that he wasn't crying to God, save me, set me free, help me. Look at these walls. Look at these these cages that are holding me. He he began to worship Jesus and sing hymns to God, and that's when the chains fell. That's when the everything was set free. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't say, but we could even say he he probably didn't even expect to get out of there. You know, yeah, he probably was like, okay, if this is my end, this is where I'm end. If it's not, it's not. And that just that level of faith, or just that level of trust in God. I mean, it starts from the, the little things, you know? Yeah. And, you know, it's sometimes really hard to have that kind of faith. Yeah. It's because, you know, uh, we, when we have faith in something, say something other than like God, or just in general, and we sit down in our, like, for whatever it is, uh, it's so easy to have faith because we can actually see and we can see the result of that faith. Mm-hmm. You know, you sit down in a chair, you have faith that's going to hold you. Well, you sit down and it holds you, you know, yeah. you can actually see it. You can physically uh, hold it. But with, with God, it's a little bit different because we're not always going to see, you know, evidence of that faith right away. It might, it might come in this big, you know, earthquake like it did for Paul and Silas, but it, it might not, you know, and, and a story for me that always um, like resonates, resonates with me is the story of Sadrach, Meshach and Abednego. And like what they said to Nebuchadnezzar, like the faith that they had to stand up to the king and say, no, we're not going to bow down to your idol. No, we're not. We're going to stand for our God and our God. He's powerful enough Mm -hmm. to save us from that furnace. He is able. But even if he doesn't, yeah, we will not bow down and worship the idol. Like that kind of boldness, that kind of faith to have in God that we know that God is all powerful. We know and we believe that. But even if he doesn't. For, you know, God is sovereign. God has his own plans for our life. If that's where he wants, if that's where he wanted their life to end, it would have ended there. Mm -hmm. But, you know, that it's just that level of faith, that expectation that God can do it. And God may do it. But even if he doesn't, the end is still so much better than than bowing down and worshiping your idol. So, Vic, where do you think that this faith comes from? Because, you know, as as a Christian... um, when you first start off, you know, you kind of, you're on fire a little bit and you get into like, you kind of go back into your little routine or whatever. How does that grow from, you know, because obviously not everyone is, is coming into this with like crazy mountain, sudden faith size of mountains. Maybe people have very little faith in whatever situation they're in right now. Like people are struggling with every single day with different things. Where does that, that, that growth in, in our faith come from? So, like you said, you know, it only takes a little bit to actually see an effect. Like little faith. Uh, actually, I'm just going to read it right out of Matthew 17:20. He says, he said to them, because of your little faith, for truly I say to you, if you have faith like the grain of mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to here, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible mm-hmm. for you. And we, we read that, and we're like, yes, amen, ab- absolutely, that works out. But it, practically speaking, like you were saying, uh, where does this faith come from? Even that little faith, I feel like it, it comes from when we look to God and see His move, uh, see His mercies, and see actually acts of God where God has been faithful to us. Right. You know, maybe in our past where we've, you know, been struggling with this or, or whatever, and we saw like a great act of God in that faith, and because as a result of our faith, and we can turn to that and be like, well, God was God was faithful here, and I know that God does not change. So if he was faithful there, he'll be faithful again yeah, here. You know, exactly. even if I don't see an exact, uh, you know, 
reaction or an exact answer to whatever my need is right now, regardless of that, God is will remain faithful, even if it doesn't look like that to me or to you. Right. And I mean, looking back, like, like what I was saying before, it's not how much faith you have. It's what you put your faith in. If we get to know God and know who God is and look at his track record to see that he has never failed, mm. no matter what, in your life, you look at the Bible, all these stories where God was always there. And um, just like, you know, bring up an example you know, major, major Ian Thomas, right? Mm-hmm. He has such like such an amazing sermon about this, but he, he brought up so many like practical examples. Like, like I think this was one, or maybe I'm making this up. I don't know. Um, you know, someone's looking at a car with no engine and, and he can have so much faith saying this car is going to bring me from here to California, from New York to California, you know, and we can have that so much faith into it. But at the end of the day, it's never going to bring you to California, people are going to look mm-hmm. at you like there's no engine, you know, well, why would you put your faith in that, in that thing? And when you look at something like a Toyota, it's like, everybody knows this is the car that's going to bring you from New York to California. Cause you look at its track record, you know, and look at God's track record through the Bible, through your, through your own life. Um, and like you said, looking at the little things, like just bringing up example from my life, um, like having childlike faith, I guess is the best way to, uh, explain it. Um, you know, one thing that stuck with me for so many years is one, one, one day I'm, I'm, I lost my wallet. I told you the story before, but I lost my wallet and it was like, I was freaking out. I was like, man, like, this is like, where is it? Yeah. I look, spent all day looking for it, all day looking for it. And at night I'm like, I, I don't know. I can't find it. So I guess I, my, I try to resort to going to God and I said, God, help me find this wallet, you know, just threw it out there and had a little faith and then and at night I had a dream that my wallet was on the side of my bed you know up against the wall and it's and I look wake up the next morning and and there it was my wallet (laughs) like how crazy is that you know and it's like that simple little thing it's like oh it's just a wallet but at the same time that little thing gave me so much faith in so many other things in my life you know Mm -hmm. so God's faithful through big things through everything he's there through every single step of your life guiding you leading you and i heard a quote one time it was like um if you're wondering why god's staying quiet in your in your trial it's because you know the same way you take a test in school the teacher stays quiet during that test you know it's those that's when our faith grows when we when we feel like oh god you're not there or i don't feel like you're there but you take a step and like no you are here i'm going to praise you and worship you through that storm whatever i'm going through yeah, and like something interesting that you just said, like it's it's important to have faith without you know influence of our feelings, right? Because so many times, if we just lived our lives based on how we feel, well, then yeah, we're we're never gonna you know grow in our faith at the bare minimum, or even have any faith at all. Because there are days where we're gonna be up, you know, we're gonna be on fire. We're gonna be like, yes, this is great, you know, I'm I'm fire for God. You, you read your Bible for a week straight, but the next week it's just like you you miss every day you know you you're just you're out of it and like even in in that place of like feeling out of it like that's been me uh i would say probably for like the past i don't know week week or two i just kind of felt felt out of it you know i was doing the things i was going through the motions but just the feeling wasn't there you know that feeling i felt before and it's just something that really like stuck with me is that that even though i don't feel you god even though that you know i don't I'm not seeing this mountain move in my life, 
you're still there mm -hmm. and I can still point to the little things in my life. Well, you know, this is where God got me through here. And, and like this God saved me from that there. And like, and you can point to these little things, even though in the big picture, it may seem like you're all alone and you're, you're gone. But just like you said, when you're going through a, a trial or when you're going through a test, like that's exactly when God might be, might remain silent. You know? Yeah. I think just you know, going back to, what we kind of said about, um, taking your eyes off of the storm in our life and focusing on Jesus. Like that quote from Eric Ludi I mentioned before and how I, that passage from, uh, Matthew or mm -hmm. Matthew, um, where Jesus or uh, Peter took his eyes off Jesus, you know, and it's it seems so difficult sometimes. And, and at the back of your mind, it's always going to be there, like oh, I'm going through this. But to step back and to truly just say, God, I'm going to worship you. That that is a, that's a true act of faith, you know. Mm. To say like oh, I'm going to take, I'm I'm not going to even focus on this. I know you're going to take care of it. Instead, I'm going to worship you, no matter what I'm in, no matter what I'm. When I, no matter what circumstances face, I know that no, my only thing I'm living for is you. You know that's you're my only one priority. Um, and if this doesn't work out, I have everything because I have you. Mm -hmm. You know, absolutely. And just like you know, we mentioned Peter and how like you know he he got distracted on the waves and he um, and Christ had to actually go and pull him out. But how do we you know after have been being distracted, re you know fix our eyes upon Jesus, like to turn back to Christ and to turn our eyes back to him. And I think there's going to be a lot of times in our life where we, it happens to me all the time, where it's like I try to deal with something on my own and I end up in the water mm. crying out for help, drowning. And um, like, like, I, like, like, like Peter did when he was, when Jesus reached out his arm, all he was, was, he was screaming for help, crying for help. I think to realize that God's never going to lead us, leave us nor forsake us, you know. If we do get in that situation where, you know, we're crying out for help, drowning, be sure that God's going to be there, you know. Mm -hmm. um, no matter, you know, how, how long we've been struggling with something, how long we're in something, be sure that God's right there. Just reach out your hand, you yeah. know. Because, you know, he, so many times, like, and... I fell victim to, to myself, to this myself, is like, Lord, I invite your presence here into this place, mm -hmm. you know, or our Lord, like, yes, like, you know, we invite you into this place, Holy Spirit, we're move, moving us, but like, it's, it's not like that, because the Holy Spirit needs no invitation, he's already there, he's already yeah. working, it's just whether or not you, you know, acknowledge that he's there or not, and and that even just takes a measure of faith in itself just to realize, you know, like, yes, God truly is here. He's all around me. He's sitting, like we mentioned before, and I'll continue mentioning that he's sitting right here next to us. You know, mm -hmm. he's, it's not like he's somewhere far away. It's not like he's, yeah, we have to shout on the, at the top of our lungs in order for him to hear us. Like, there's nothing wrong about lifting your voice and praying and, and, and bring praise. But like, we don't have to come out of that, out of like an uh out of the sense that we, God needs to hear us because he's so far away or yeah. we're too far away. Like he will follow us even to the pits of hell. You know, exactly. it's, it's, it's written. I forgot where it was written, but he said he follows us even to the pits of hell and he drags us out of there. Yeah. I mean, looking at Peter, when he was crying out, he was crying out to Jesus. Um, and, and that just still shows that that's his refuge. That just, that's his strength. That's what he puts his faith in. Um, I just I highlighted this two days ago, um, Isaiah fifty seven, thirteen. 
So when you cry out, let your collection of idols deliver you. The wind will carry them off. A breath will take them away. But he who takes refuge in me shall possess the land and shall inherit my holy mountain. You know, if, if you put your faith in anything else, yeah, it's crazy. Read that, <laughs> he like, called them out yeah, right there. Like you know, he's just like, yeah, let your idol save you. Exactly. See how well that turns out yeah, for you. Like you if, know? <laughs> if you have faith in anything other than Jesus Christ, God will put that to, you know, when, when, when a trial comes or when, when your faith is tested, it's going to shatter because yeah. those idols are not going to save you. Whatever you, you, whatever else you feel like is you're putting your faith in, whatever you spend most time with, and you're like, oh, I'm, this person's going to save me. You know, whether it's um, a person, you know, that uh, you have a relationship with, you know, intimately or a friend or um, your, your career. If you put faith in that, if you put your faith in social media, in yourself, in yourself, Try crying out to those things when you're in need. Mm -hmm. You know, see how far that's going to get you. You know, that's what the Bible says. It's like that's, it's going to carry them off and a breath will take them. They will crumble to the ground, mm -hmm. you know. That's why it's not how much faith you have. It's what you put your faith into, yeah. you know. And, and the more we get to know God, I, it's easier it is be, to put your faith in that thing, you know. Um, one thing Major Ian Thomas said, like, it's silly to congratulate a man on his faith if he puts his faith in Jesus. Oh, you can't say like, oh, man, look at this this man. He has such great faith because it's kind of like putting God down a little bit because it's e it should be easy to put your faith in God. You know, God's track record is, is perfect. You know, he's a great God. He can do anything. All things are possible through Christ, you know. So why why do we congratulate? Oh, look, man. You're so you're you're so amazing for having that crazy faith in God. It's no, it's like, dude, you everyone should have that faith in in Jesus. He's perfect. He's track record is perfect in your life and in, in the Bible. You know, um, it, it's just silly when when we have these other things in our life that we rely on, that we put our faith in, that we put our trust in. Like that's, it's mind blowing. You know, it's like why? And it, I'm speaking to myself personally. Like why do I try trusting in other things in myself and mm. whatever? You know. Yeah, and I think it's it's a really good question to ask, you know, why? And it, it could be different for each and every single person. But the, I guess you can say, you know, the underlying issue is because we don't trust God. We don't believe him. You know, we don't believe in his true perfect track record. Or we don't believe that, you know, he truly can help me here in this place. This, the, this issue is too big for God, you mm -hmm. know. It's not too big for us because, you know, we put trust in ourselves to fix it. We put trust in our own 12-step prop, yeah. you know, processes or whatever to try and you know get free but it's too big for god yeah right? it's and even it's like, like we we reason i think we say that is because we don't think god cares about that mm. it's like going back to my little example of the wall i was just a kid but it applies to so many areas in my life today you know it's like that little wallet like oh you think god cares about oh you lost your wallet but at the end of the day i i trusted god and i had the faith like god like help me with this and he did you know, it's it, that childlike faith where you're like, it, it's just like a father son. Like, this is mm -hmm. my father. Like, God, help me with this. My every, every single day, everything that I do, like, help me with this test I'm about to go into. Help me with this trial. Help, even if it's huge, help me with this financial struggle that I'm in. Like, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm broke. I, 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 I'm struggling to pay my bills, whatever it is, you know, putting your trust in God. When we, when we begin to live that lifestyle of every single day, is relying a hundred percent on God. That's true Christianity. 
Yeah. It's not like taking God off the shelf. Like, God, can you help me with this? And then once you're done with me, you can kind of go back and then I'll, I'll take care of everything else myself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to butcher this quote, um, but Sam says it all the time. And it says, you're never going to know. Um, God's never going to be all you want until God is all you have or something mm-hmm. like that. You know, and, and basically the gist of that is, is you're never going to be able to, um, you know, have that faith or, or, even, or even see results of that faith without first have uh, becoming, without first realizing that God needs to be all that you have yeah. and the only thing that you run to yeah. first and foremost. I think it's, we don't even realize how many things, how many little things we put our faith in to, um, instead of Christ, like every single day things where we like, instead of, Oh, God, I'm going to trust you for these big things and the little things I'll take care of myself. You know, it's like, why would we, why would we want to have that? It's like, God calls us to put all our burdens, all our cares on him. Casting all your cares yeah. on me because he cares for you. Exactly. Yeah. So why then do we decide that, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to use God for this. And then for this little thing, I'll take care of myself. <laughs> you know, it's like, why do we put that burden, extra burden? Um, Like that, there's that one song, what? Uh, what a friend we have in Jesus, mm. you know, it's like what, what peace we often forfeit all because we do not bring everything to God in prayer. Yeah. That's, those are some deep words. And yeah. I forgot who the, who the writer of that Psalm was or the song, the hymn, who it was, but I know that they wrote that out of a, like a really, like, you know, dark time in their life. Like truly, you know, how we all go through, this was written maybe 200 years ago, but yet they still apply in the, you know that just that just points to God's track record, like we were talking yeah. about before. Like He was faithful back then; He was faithful since since the beginning of the world, and He'll be faithful with you now. You know, yeah. there's there is God does not change. And even like this past week, I sang a song uh, called "Though You Slay Me" by Shane and Shane, uh, a youth. And I mentioned like that song comes from Job, in Job fifteen thirteen. I don't know. I, I think Job fifteen thirteen is the verse where he says, "Though you slay me." Yeah, I will trust you. Mm. It's like, how? Like, I put I put myself in that position. It's like, how in the world did he do that? And a lot of times I read the Bible and we see the outcome of it. It's like, we could be there and be like, how did how did Job not trust? Or how did you look to Israelites? How did Israelites not trust God to get them out of the wilderness? You know, it's like, all they're doing, nagging, 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 nagging. Like, how do they not know? And we read that. It's so easy for, say, for us to say like, oh, I would have been fine. I wouldn't mm. trust God. But is that so like, but then you look at Job, everything was stripped away from him. And I, I cannot say that I would be able to praise God for, in, in that time. That's, that's insane to me. Like, though you slay me, yeah, I will praise you. Though you ruin me, still I will worship. Yeah, Job is the example of a man who truly nothing else mattered to him in this world yeah. but God. And I can say, you know, you asked how can how did Job do that? I would say that wasn't even Job himself. Like that couldn't have been Job. Right. A man could not do that on his own strength. He needed to find his strength elsewhere. And Job found his strength in 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 God. Yeah, I mean, in all the things that he had, it's not like he lost five bucks, you know, and or a wallet, a wallet exactly. It's like he lost his whole life, his whole family, his whole f- sheep. He was one of the richest men in in the world at that time. Or probably he was the, the richest, I think, and um, he lost it all. And to to be there worshiping Jesus, 
have that faith that everything's going to be fine, even though everyone in the world is saying, you know, God's spitting at you, he's forsaken you, you know? Yeah, it wasn't that he just lost everything. He he lost everything. He lost his friends, and then his friends went and came and actually put him down. His wife put him down. The, anything bad that could have ever happened to you happened to Job. You yeah. know, all all within the same time time frame. You know, he lost everything. Then he got sick. Then his friends came down and just said, "Curse God and die." His wife those were, those were his wife's words. Just curse God and die. Yeah, because your life's no longer worth living, according to them. But Job knew that God had a higher purpose for him than that. Yeah, and it. I think looking at that, I mean, thinking like, oh, man, I could never be able to do that. I don't think I'd be able to handle that. Um, just, you know, you ever heard this thing where it was like, God will never put you through anything that you can't handle, whatever. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I I don't think that God would do that to a new believer. But, um, well, God would never put you anything that you can't handle is because God is God. And exactly. when we call upon God, there is nothing that is impossible for God. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, my mind just went to the verse where it says, what is impossible to, to man is possible for God. Yeah. You know? So like when, when, when that's, when that's said, the God will never put you through, through anything you can't handle. Well, it's, well, it's not about you. It's about God because God can handle anything, you know? And when we, and it's just about us actually putting our faith and putting our trust in him. Yeah, exactly. Like Psalm 37, five says, commit your way to the Lord, trust in him and he will act. Mm. Um, it's like when you live a life of Christ, when you live a life that is solely devoted to God, as Job did, you know, trust in him and he will act, you know, he, he will do everything. And the, and the hardest part is having that trust, you know, it's not like so easy to say, okay, I got, I trust you, you know, the hardest part is giving up your own strength in, in order because we, we, it's hard to. And the way I look at it, if you trust God with your salvation, the only thing that matters to you in life, and that or should matter to you in life, then why don't you trust Him with your job, trust Him with your, the rest of your life, you know? Yeah, like that's that was a phrase that, like that when I first heard that, like that actually stuck with me for a while. That like the fact that I trusted God with my salvation, which should be the most important thing, you yeah. know, to me as a person who's condemned or who's uh, destined for hell, but now. Is called a son of God. Like that is the most important thing in my life. And if I trusted God that He was faithful to do that for me, when I didn't deserve it, like how much more is He gonna uh, be faithful in the little things in my life? You know, if He was faithful in that huge, big thing, He cares about every single tiny detail. Yeah, I mean, looking back at it, um, you know, this podcast, there could be people listening, you know, that are struggling with something that. I can't even imagine beyond imaginable be struggling with difficulties. And um, like we said, if, 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 if we are not going through that, we have no idea what it's like. But we do know that there's a God that cares, that is faithful to us no matter what, that is there even though we feel like when we don't feel him. And it's the hardest advice to receive is just, just trust him and just praise him. Mm -hmm. um, but when you do that, I believe that you will receive such incredible peace. Like, what's that verse? Um, um, Volva mentioned, I, I think, in, in one of his sermons. Um, I guess, and I, I, if I can't remember, it doesn't matter. But um, he gives us, I get verses, he gives us peace um, 
Beyond understanding. Beyond understanding, yeah. Mm-hmm. Gives us peace beyond understanding. Even when we don't understand, why is this happening to me? Why does everything feel like it's taken away from me? Why is everything falling apart? When we trust God and say, God, I know you're there. I know you have a plan for me. And say, God, I'm going to trust you and I'm going to worship you. Then peace will come. You know, God's God's going to see that and give you that peace beyond understanding. Mm-hmm. Even though I don't understand what's going on, I'm going to trust in you. And God's going to give you that peace. Yeah, and peace doesn't mean that necessarily he's going to solve the issue that you're going to go exactly. through right now. Yeah. You know, it, it might still be that you're going to struggle and you're going to, you know, uh, need to just find your strength in God. But you're going to have that peace and it's going to be so much easier for you. You know, either the struggles won't be the struggles, but you'll you'll actually be able to trust in the Lord and and put your faith in him and have that peace. Uh, you It's just going to be not easier, but like. I don't even I don't know what this I don't know how to describe it, but you're just gonna have that peace, I guess. Yeah, I mean, just you know, praising him. You know, also reading your word, and I've been reading Isaiah recently, and um, there's so many. Like just looking through my highlights, um, it's it's amazing the encouragement that I I can receive, um from this like no like just looking at this no weapon that is fashioned against you shall succeed and you shall refute oh man it just switched up on me that is so weird <laughs> technology is sick um maybe 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 that's a that's a sign that you should go you know and Re- review your your Bible app highlights. Yeah, exactly. Just, just in case you haven't haven't looked at those in a while, you know, you highlight the verse when you read it, but then you forgot it. So go back and yeah, okay, and look here, at those again. <laughs> no weapon that is fashioned against you shall succeed, and you shall refute every tongue that rises against you in judgment. Um, seek the Lord. So for as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts higher than yours. Just like reading all those things like um, about how Jesus, even like reading different things about Jesus's track record, God's track record through the Bible, reading Job, um, uh, reading Isaiah, you know, that Jesus is or God's faithful to those who put, put their trust in him. Mm-hmm. You know, when you have... Your whole entire life is in God's hands. You can trust that he's he's going to do good with you, you know. Yeah, and you know, Victor, like like we, you know, we, we talk about this all, all the time, but truly it's it's important that we start with that little faith. Little mm-hmm. faith with eyes on Jesus and mm-hmm. all else will be added unto you, you know. It'll yeah. be it you'll grow in your faith when you have your eyes set on Christ what else can stand against you? You know, I, the thought just came into my head of uh, what Jesus said to Peter, you know, Peter, you, uh, upon you, I will be, you are the solid rock and upon you, I will be my church and the mm-hmm. gates of hell will not prevail against it. Amen. Yeah. You know? And it's just like, like that, and that all started when Peter, you know, didn't have the faith to walk on the water. Yeah. You know, and he didn't have the faith to um, stand up for Christ. But yeah. even though, even though those things happened, still God led him to be the rock that Christ built the church on. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I guess um, looking back at this, you know, past whatever, however long we've been talking, three things that we could really take away from it is it's not how much faith you have, it's what you put your faith in. So little faith with eyes on Jesus. 
Yeah. Number two is is keeping your eyes on Jesus. Is is through the storm, whatever circumstances, praise Jesus. And um, number three is look at God's track record mm. in your life in the Bible, and um, just having an encouragement of whatever you're in right now, whatever you're dealing with, take that leap of faith to trust God is there and He's going to take care of it. And and that's the, you know that's the way our faith grows is when we when we um, worship Him, when we get closer to Him, when we get to know Him, get to know His track record, get to know you know that He's been taking care of us our whole entire lives you know that's when we were able to it, it's much easier to trust someone that you know than someone you don't know you know just th- put it, to put it simply yeah so get to know him exactly know? amen so uh god bless you guys whatever you're going through whatever struggles you have put your faith in jesus christ he is faithful he will not leave us nor forsake us yeah god bless you guys